Mama is treating me to breakfast. Yep, let me see your phone. Huh? Look here. I download this McDonald's app because when you buy any bagel sandwich like the steak, egg, and cheese bagel, you get one free. Wait, you just bought that on my phone. That's right. Now that you got McDonald's money, you could treat Mama. <laughs> okay, Ma, you got it. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Valid through 10-222 at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. App download and registration required. Hey, 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 this is T, this is my best friend Keith, and this is Seen It, and we're here to review Soul today, and I loved Soul. Um, <laughs> I loved Soul. Um, I, I, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if we did the, uh, if you guys seen the episode where we reviewed Claws, and I mentioned how it was kind of hard for me to get into it, um, and I usually love animation movies, but this one, I, I pretty much got into it pretty seamlessly. Um, one of my friends said it's probably because it had it revolved around music, and I myself am an artist, so maybe that had something to do with it. Um, but I pretty much I liked so. Um, I liked uh, I liked that um, just the just some of the beats of soul. I liked the animation, uh, like when it was up in like the little soul realm. There were certain scenes where I was like, literally like, like when you saw like all the stars, I was literally like, man, I can imagine seeing this in like the theaters. Cause I think of when I saw Into the Spider-Verse in theaters and I feel like it was just unmatched. How you like, like the time you could tell they took four years on that animation for that movie. I could tell they took time on the animation for this movie and in theaters. Um, I'm pretty sure some people got a better TV than I do, but I liked it on the TV and theaters. I'm sure it looked beautiful. Uh, I think Jamie Foxx. Uh, oh, Keith, do you have any information about the movie? Because I just jumped straight on in. Um, yeah, give me a second. Keep talking about. It. All right, so uh, I think um, so um, starring Jamie Foxx. I think Jamie Foxx did really good. Uh, uh, I think Jamie Foxx did really good to the point where I wasn't really thinking about it, that the fact that it was Jamie Foxx doing the voice. Like you know, you watch a a Will a movie where Will Smith is doing the animated voice of the pigeon or something, and you're just like, yeah, that's Will Smith. I was watching this movie, and I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't thinking, yeah, that's Jamie Foxx. I was just enthralled into the movie. Uh, I believe. Oh, I'm gonna wait till Keith uh, pulls up the facts about it because I'm ready. Oh, you ready? Go ahead. Soul is a 2020 American computer animated fantasy comedy drama. Sheesh, that's long. Film produced by Pixar Animation Studios and released by Walt Disney Pictures. Directed by Pete Doctor and co-directed by Kemp Powers. The film stars the voices of Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, Graham Norton, Rachel House, Alice Braga, Richard Iode. Felicia Rashad, Donnell Rawlings, Quest Love, and Angela Bassett. The story follows a middle school teacher named Joe Gardner, 
who seeks to reunite his soul and his body after they are accidentally separated just before his big break as a jazz musician. Doctor began developing the film in 2016, working from his complex uh, contemplations on the origins of human personalities and the concept of uh, determinism. He co-wrote the screenplay with Mike Jones and Powers. The film producers consulted various jazz musicians, in including Herbie Hancock and Terry Lynn Carrigan, and animated its musical sequences using the sessions of musicians John Baptiste, who created original compositions for the films as reference. Soul is the first Pixar film to feature an African-American protagonist. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So, um, yeah, um, I was just going to get into like Quest Love. That's what I was going to say. Um, I felt like I, I heard Quest Love in there and I, I knew I did. But um, I think Tina Fey did well. Uh, it There were some points where like when it was up in like the soul realm where they actually genuinely made me laugh. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I like I think what I like most about this movie is the message. Um I feel like not I know this is a movie podcast, but I feel like uh since we're going there, a lot of us, myself included, we get so enthralled into what we feel like we're meant to be that it becomes so encompassing that uh that I feel like if I'm not doing this, I have no other reason to live. I've had conversations with friends who do music as well or anything. And they'll say, like, you know, if all I had was if all I had was the ability to drum on a sidewalk, then I would be happy. But then any and then that sounds good. Like I've been there where I'm just like, this is this is everything that I need to accomplish and everything that I need to be. But then I realized, like, that's just part of me. That's just that's not all of me. It's you know, it's like it's like um it's just part of who Tobias is. Like, you know, like we are all multifaceted human beings. It's kind of like, like if one of your friends is a chef, that doesn't mean they can't be a, a writer as well. If one of your friends is a writer, doesn't mean they can't be an actor as well. We all have levels to us. And I feel like, uh, sometimes we become so, like I said, enthralled into like, like if we don't accomplish this one thing, that that focus on accomplishing that one thing makes the rest of our life seem like miserable in comparison. And so then I love the fact that, you know, you know, I feel like um Jamie Foster's character, I feel like like when like when he saw when he saw his life, even he wasn't happy with his life. But then his life was still beautiful in a sense. He just couldn't see it because it didn't, it wasn't like exactly how he envisioned it always. And I think that's, I feel like personally, I know it's a kid's movie, but there's like some moments in the movie where I was just like, yeah, this is like a movie that, yeah, for the whole family. But there's moments where I was just like, yeah, I feel like this is for the dreamer. I feel like this is for adults. There's even one thing that I appreciate that they didn't further explain in the movie. Um, the thing about the ocean and the water. When um, I'm not going to give it away, but there's something about ocean and the water that comes up. And I feel like if you're a kid and somebody says that, like, I feel like if I was like six years old watching this movie and I heard that analogy about the ocean, water, whatever, uh, I would have been like, 
that. What? What? But I love the fact that they didn't. They they didn't like. Well, let me explain this. They just laid it out there because that's what it was. And um, yeah, I I I think this movie. Uh, the most important part of for me is that this movie stick the landing because I feel like I personally like uh, Keith has said before. Um, how um, we've seen so many movies and a lot of times it gets easy for us to n- predict where the movie is going. Uh, and I feel like in the end, we could we could all kind of know, like, where's this movie going to go? We can all kind of assess how it's going to get there, but how it got there. And then the very final scene for me, because I feel like I personally... I don't want to ruin nothing. So me and keep me, keep me, you can talk about this later, but I personally thought it was going to end differently. And it, and it didn't, it kind of just left some stuff up in the air. Really? And I was like, Oh, okay. I'll be honest with you guys. I don't know what Joe's doing right now. Jamie Foxx's character. Like, like for me, I thought the movie was going to end with him making a certain decision. And it didn't end like that. I was like, okay. I thought I was going to get a life lesson and then learn like, oh, I should be doing this all the time. And that's not what happened. <laughs> and I was like, I like that actually. Because at first, at first I was like, is there more movie? But nah. And um, so yeah, uh, Soul is up there. Um, it's kind of, um, Pixar is a, Pixar is a, uh, an amazing studio. I feel like I love almost all Pixar movies. There are a few I hate, but uh, when it comes to studios, when you say like, "Oh, what, mo- what studio makes the best movies?" I typically will put Pixar above, like, shoot, even Marvel, St- like Warner Brothers, all of them. Fox. I usually put Pixar up there. Like Pixar's, they, they, you know, so. That being said, I'm, I don't want to just rank. I want to just rank this, but I want to. Uh, I'm ranking this in the grand scheme of movies, and knowing what that that studio was capable of. But I I give it a four. I give it a four because I feel like uh, it went by. It went down easy. Um, I watched Soul after I watched Wonder Woman. And so that could also possibly be, if you haven't heard it yet, um, check out our Wonder Woman review. That could also be possibly be why I like it so much, cause <laughs> I was not feeling Wonder Woman. And so then to go from Wonder Woman to Soul was like, yeah, like uh, yeah. I I didn't. I've I've seen that a lot of people cried during Soul, and you know me, I'm an emotional person. I didn't cry, but um. I will commend them. Um, just, uh, just again to piggyback off of Keith said before, like how a final scene makes a movie. For me, also the um, soundtrack, and I don't just mean like, I don't just mean like the music. I like, like, oh, like, oh, we put this um, Beyonce song right here. No, I mean like the actual like. I feel like you can have a whole scene, like if you when you guys get a chance, watch How to Train the Dragon. There's a scene where when he's flying. And there's no talking for like three minutes, but the music 
with the animation makes that scene beautiful. And there's a scene like that in this movie where there's no talking. It's just music. And what they do with the animation and what all the stuff. And it's just like, man, that was beautiful. So the music, uh, yeah, it was good. So um, that's what I thought. I don't know if Keith's going to agree with me because we talked before we saw before we did our Wonder Woman review, we talked a little bit about that, but all we said about Soul was that we both saw it, and then we was going to come here. So what did you think, Keith, about Soul? Um, I think this is where we part ways for the time being as far as movies are concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not as much sold on Soul as a lot of people are. Um, I saw a lot of... Um, I saw a lot of, um, you know... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I saw a lot of uh, gaps in the plot. I saw a lot of um, issues as far as like character development is concerned. I saw a lot of issues as here's my thing with Pixar. Here's my thing with Disney. Here's my thing. And this is me as a black man. Okay. So you put me in this space. You put me in this space because you have someone now that looks like me, has the same interests as me, and has some and has endured or is enduring some of the same pitfalls as me. In some respects, you're telling my story in some respects. So I look at it differently. I'm an artist, I'm a black man, um, and as an artist, sometimes you struggle and you get doors closed in your face, right? Um, and, and your your life isn't taking a trajectory that you thought that it would. We've all been there in some way, shape, or form for all intents and purposes. But or all intents and purposes. But when you've been there, you tend to look at movies that are somewhat telling your story differently. Mm-hmm. I agree. So with that said, here's my here's my with that said, and I'll put that to the side um, for right now. Number one. I am sick and tired, sick and tired, sick and tired of being sick and tired of Disney having the main character be black, but then be in a different body the majority of the film. I knew that's what you were going to say. Um, well, that's just one of the things. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of that. It's like, oh, yeah, we got a black character. But then the whole time they are frog or the whole time they are spirit. And you don't get the you don't really see this person as who they are. My color is very much so a part of who I am. With that said, I do like the fact that once he and then so then you have this spirit who's or or this this um unborn this unborn spirit for lack of a better phrase i think that's what they call it in the film this unborn this unborn person is is in his body the majority of the time who's tina fey who's clearly the voice of a white woman so you got a white woman in the body of a black man who's never been born before right so she has no she has no um she has no experience to juxtapose it with. Mm-hmm. So we don't get the whole, well, you're a black. And, and so it takes away from, and I think this is sneaky in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. It takes away from, it takes away from the black experience. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna throw you a bone with the with the um with the cab situation. He because he said, "Oh, I wouldn't get a cab. I wouldn't be able to get a cab if I wasn't dressed like this." Is is sort of what he said. And at first, I laughed at it. I was like, "I'm glad that they brought that up." But now, I, I when I go back and I think about it, I'm like, "She she." Doesn't have that experience And she doesn't have that recollection She has nothing to juxtapose it to She has like I'm a white woman I'm experiencing this But it's kind of like a, a blip And I don't even get it And so for the most part We're not even about to even really address this But I'm going to appease the black the black audience And say we addressed this But we really didn't I feel And like, I get it I oh. get it That's not the That's not the movie for this But don't bring it up If that's not the movie for this You talking about jazz Which is clearly A black art form Which is Which is what they bring up They bring that up In the um They bring that up In the film What up Amanda I see you 100% Um I'll show Amanda's comment Um mm-hmm. So with that said With that said You um, Here's my other issue With Pixar you sell it one way. You sell it one way and then you then it plays out in a completely different way than what you sold it as. So you make me feel as if this movie is going to be full of music and full of jazz, which in the background it might be. But we hardly get to see him play. We hardly get to really have that jazz experience. Like, fam, I would have loved to see him, like, come up in the ranks or, like, play in different places and get turned down. Like, let me have that musical experience for real, for real. Don't gaslight me. Don't placate to me and just say, oh, yeah, we got some jazz in here and this is a jazz musician. But then the whole time he's a spirit and he's not playing nothing else the majority of the film. He played in the beginning and then he plays at the end. I came to see what Pixar was going to do with Black music um, Because that's how you sold it You gave me Jamie Foxx You gave me Donnell Rollins You gave me Angela Bassett Come on I'll say this I'll say this I'll say this The scene The scene in the barbershop Pivotal Pivotal Pivotal. I'm not going to say that they didn't try to help us out at all, um, because it was it was black, um, black, um, black. I don't want to say cast members, but it was black um, crew members that were saying, look, man, there needs to be if he's going to get a new suit, then he needs to go to a barbershop because ain't no way no black man is getting a suit and he ain't getting lined up. So that barbershop experience. Although, although tongue in cheek, you know what I mean, is very like cliche. Um, I guess it's pivotal, and I thought that it was dope. I thought that it was dope um, for a lot of reasons, like just the attention to detail that they pay, and just in the movie in general. But Pixar is known for that. Pixar is known for like beautiful visuals and paying attention to detail and making. Things look real that aren't real and over accentuating stuff and exasperate um, and exasper. Ex- what's the word? I, I always say the word wrong. I never say it because I say it wrong. Um, exasper. 
Exasperating the um the uh you know the you know making caricatures of people, which is what it is pretty much. Um, and so that part is dope. Um, he's he's all throughout the film. He's and I know this is what you're alluding to, but I'm just going to come right on and say it because this is was this was a pivotal this was a pivotal part in the movie for me. All throughout the movie. He's helping people find their spark. What I was alluding to? It might be. It might be. I don't know. Oh, but if not, it's cool. All throughout the movie, he's helping people find their spark. The girl and the, the, the young lady in his um in his class, um, the young man who who helped him get the job, he helped him find his spark already. And then, oh, yeah. he, then he's helping. Then yeah. he's helping. Then he's helping this unborn soul find her spark. And then at the end of the movie, they ask him, "What are you going to do?" And he goes, "I don't know." I thought he was gonna. So I thought the way the movie was going to end was he was going to be a teacher. That's what I was like, really fam. Doing. You've been helping people, and this is a great way to do that. And, and so, yes, the, the whole thing was like, "Well, no, we don't help people. We don't tell people what their purpose is." But it's clear. The whole movie, you helping people find they spark and find but, and stick to what they doing, and then at the end of the movie, you say they say, "What are you going to do with the rest of your life?" I don't know, but I know that I'm going to live it. Well, so for me, I think it's kind of like um, um, it's not a secret or nothing, but I like I've been to therapy before, mm-hmm. and uh, my therapist has gone on record to say uh, my job isn't to uh, my job isn't to make the decisions for you. My job is to hopefully guide you in a way where you make healthy decisions for yourself. Uh, cool guy. But uh, I say that to say, like, um, one of my biggest pet peeves is, like, sometimes when I'm watching a movie where you you lay everything out for the audience to, like, put the pieces together yourself. And then you still be like, now let me explain stuff. And so then. Fam. Uh, he didn't know what he was going to do, my, so which my, means that he didn't fit. You didn't learn nothing. I feel like I feel like he did, though. That's why he was able he to fe- go back and help. You were already that. living life. You should you were already living life. I you feel like were, that's what he learned. You were fighting for your dream. That's what you wanted to do. And then you found then you reached your goal and you was like, well, this is it. It's like, all right, well, cool. But then you you don't go on to think, man, I have a higher purpose than just fulfilling my goals, but mm-hmm. helping other people fulfill their goals. When you were right. doing that the whole movie and you don't get what you should be doing. I feel like subconsciously he should, but I feel like that's how he was able to go back up and help whatever her name was, 22. And so. And I also, this is what I don't like. Um, mm-hmm. Catch 22, the phrase catch 22 was right there and they never used it. Um, and that pissed me off as a writer. Uh, explain catch 22. Catch, I know the phrase, but. Catch 22 is, I don't know, they just should have used it at some point. <laughs> just should have used it at some point. Like if he was chasing her, and that that could have been a catch twenty two of sorts. Um, is a she is a catch twenty two in many respects. How are you an unborn soul? You know what I mean, you've been up here for thousands of years, and and all of these people have helped you. 
or tried to and, and you know you didn't get that could have been worked in there somehow I just felt like as a writer this was a this was a cheap joke that could have been used and it wasn't and I didn't appreciate that <laughs> that's it I feel you um what does um like I've heard the phrase catch 22 mm-hmm. but what does that phrase like you know how you do like the idioms of the week what does that phrase yes like mean Okay, I got you. I'm going to look it up. Okay. I do know what it means, but Catch-22 is actually like a book. Okay. Right? But um, that's And that's where they got it from, I guess. Um, Catch-22, a dilemma or difficult circumstance from which there is no escape because of mutually conflicting or dependent conditions. So a Catch-22 is like, you stuck in between a rock and a hard place, or in the wrong person's body. Yeah, I'm. Uh, this one, it's like your family was right there. Yeah, got um, you. but but cool. Just I'm just saying, as a writer, I would have loved to have seen it used at some point. Um, but it wasn't, and you know that don't take any points off. I'm not turn, taking points off for that. Um. My my main these are my main takeaways. Give I I wanted more music. I wanted more. Um, I wanted to see him more in his body. Well, um, it had it had a I guess for me. Oh no, for me. I'm I'm just giving you my takeaways. Okay, yeah. So music. more music, more. Um, see him more in his body and not this outer body thing. Even though I know that's what it's centered around. Do the thing, but put him back in his body. Um. Or use a white person next time. Um, also, loved it visually. Loved the story that it was telling. I didn't like the dismount. The dismount? The ending of it. So, oh. like, you you led me up to this point. You did all of these tricks. It was cool. But the ending, I don't like. I don't like the landing. Mm-hmm. What'd you give it? 2.5 2.5 I'm not just liking stuff because um you gave us a black a, a black character I'm not I'm just I'm not I'm not I'm not moved by smoking mirrors I'm so not. for yeah and I see that and it's I watched for, it twice oh I gotta watch it again but um yeah I still give it my four because I'm not moved by stuff I am uh, well you gave it a four don't don't do this to me, Tobias. No, you, I said I'm still give, giving it a four. Okay, but you can't. Don't do that. Like I oh. never gave my grade. You gave your grade. Yeah. My, I'm not trying to dissuade you from saying what you saying. Oh no, I'm, I'm saying my thing. So you like? Well, I still give it a four. That's cool. I no. give it a two point five. But I also <laughs> let me to- have let me have my let me have my grade without you reiterating your grade. No. That's not fair. But what I will what I will say is. Um, I don't being uh being um movie lover and all that stuff. Um, I'm not easily persuaded by our leads being black either. So I like what you said about that. So as I don't want people to think just because a movie has a black lead, we're gonna be like it's great. But for me, mm-hmm. I think I went into this movie, and I think I got what I was expecting because I didn't. Well, I didn't know they were gonna do that whole body switch thing when that happened. I was like, actually, when they was coming back to Earth, I was like, oh, she's gonna be in the. She's gonna be in the Kim and he's gonna be in the cat. I knew that. Right, but right. what I will say is, um, I wasn't even though I knew it was a movie about a music teacher, 
it being a Pixar movie, I wasn't expecting any music book, book in a weird way because it was a Pixar movie. I think if it was a Disney movie, I'd be like, where the music at? But it's a Pixar movie, and I don't know one. The only Pixar song I, I've known and out, out of all the movies they've ever had is that You Got a Friend in Me song. I don't know. nothing. No, so I think that's why for me. But being a musician, if it was uh, – if I, I think if I went into that, I, I think – when I watched it, I kind of knew subconsciously. I think if my expectations was more like what Keith was saying, then I probably would be like, yo, this disappointed me. But because of Pixar, I think already I had already been like, I think I know what I'm going to get. I know he like when I saw the cat, I was like, oh, he's going to be in the cat. Mm-hmm. And then and so and so, yeah. But at the, at the end of the day, um, I do agree with you about him. Like, I thought the movie was going to explain that he was going to be a teacher. So, in my mind, the way it ended, it, I felt like it was an open-ending thing. Like I don't necessarily mean teacher, because mm-hmm. you are giving gifts. Mm-hmm. God gives us gifts. Mm-hmm. God gives us gifts, and God gives us talents, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, and, for, and let's say for this instance, for this example that I'm giving, they're two different things. You can have, you can have a God-given gift. And then a talent, the gift go, the gift works with the talent, right? So say, say, say I am, I don't want to say I'm a musician, right? Take LeBron, for instance, right? LeBron's God-given gift, LeBron's God-given gift is that he's a humanitarian, right? Mm -hmm. God also gave him a talent, which is basketball, to accentuate this God-given gift, so one is your purpose. The other one propels or is a vehicle for said purpose. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to be a teacher, but say that his purpose was to inspire people. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm thinking like, yeah, let me wrap around and be like, man, this is a great way for me to showcase my purpose of, or not even showcase, but for me to live in my purpose. I love inspiring people to do this, that and the third. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not thinking teacher. I want you to get in your mind. It's bigger than me. And it it was all internal at the end. It was like, well, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I know I'm going to live life to the full. It was like, okay, all right. You missed it all in my opinion. (laughs) In my opinion. I feel you. All right. Well, that's our takes on the soul movie. So, um, what did you guys think? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Was it trash? Was it the best thing you saw ever? Um, like I said, write in for us to review some more stuff. Um, yeah, we're gonna start. I'm gonna start trying to have a few different things going on with each episode, but uh, but we'll start that next week or a couple of weeks from now. But for now, um, this is Tobias. It's the homie Keith. Mm-hmm. We just reviewed Seen It. Um, I mean, we just reviewed Soul. Uh, love you guys. Till next time. Peace. Peace. Progressive presents Married to Your Home. I'm disgusting. Oh, house, don't say that. You could live someplace so much better than me. That's not true. Oh, yeah? Look at these uneven stairs. Gross. House, you know I don't care. Ugh, and the squeaky door hinge. I think it's cute. 
No matter how much you already love your house, you'll love it more knowing you could save big bundling your home and auto with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria.